Hello, and welcome to an everyday follower of Jesus Christ. This is your friend Cheryl, and today I thought we would explore a little bit that bad things do happen to good people. Have you ever asked the question, why do bad things happen to good people? It is a question as old as humanity. In Rabbi Harold Kushner's 1981 classic, Why Do Bad Things Happen to Good People? He discussed how frequently when bad things happen, it is because of God's lack of intercession or care and leads to people then stating there is no God. The question isn't posed very often about totally selfish people or those who commit heinous crimes. It is why do bad things happen to the ordinary people we know that suddenly have to face the pain or agony of something bad that rips hearts and families apart. The more I've studied philosophy, theology, and life, the more I'm convinced, he continues, that it really isn't about God. It is not punishment for sin, as some would have one think. It's no payback with the righteous judge who meets out exactly what people deserve. These misconceptions reflect that lack of understanding of the God who weeps, the God who suffered in the garden and on the cross so that he could exact mercy for this fallen world where mortals reside as he had already met the price of justice. The confusion about the nature of God causes people to blame themselves, hate God, and love whom? Satan, or to simply say there is no Satan so we can justify there is no evil. The tragic part of all of this is that the idea of punishment really doesn't fit the facts. Rabbi Kushner suggested that God did not cause any of the tragedies, but rather stands ready to help us cope with whatever the tragedy may be if we can get beyond the sense of guilt, betrayal, and anger that separates us from God and hence God's help. My friends, let's face it. Sometimes there is no reason on which we can grasp in an effort to make sense in the orderly world we have created. I have my own list, as do you, yet there is no suitable answer. Why did my brother lose his fingers on his right hand in grade 7? Why did my grandma die the night before they were releasing her from the hospital? Why did my dad die before my mom? Why did two of my vibrant and very alive nephews die at young ages? Why? 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 Doesn't even bring a modicum of peace to my mind, heart, and soul. Let's press forward together and see what we might learn. Millions have suffered the past few years from the pandemic, hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, locust, locust infant, let me try that again, locust infestations and other disasters. Why are some people spared when others must endure and overcome? Thought we'd look at a couple of those to see if we find answers. Paradise, California, 2018. I still know what I know. The fire raced through the town of Paradise so rapidly that there wasn't time for most people to do anything but get out. When it was over, 95% of the town was destroyed. 
More than 11,000 homes had burned to the ground. My brother-in-law had relatives that lived their entire life in paradise, a great aunt who lost her home but didn't have, quote, the proper fire insurance on her home. She relied on family for a place to live and help rebuilding her life. Others said, don't be a pillar of salt. Harvey and Karen lived in paradise for 50 years. Quote, the only way I've been able to get through it is to think about Lot's, Lot's wife, Karen said. When the scriptures say she turned into a pillar of salt, I think it it's because she was so taken with the past that she couldn't move forward. You have to take one step and then another, even if they're tiny steps. So move forward with faith in Christ and don't look back. Don't be a pillar of salt. Victoria knew... New South Wales and the Australia fires. The Australian bushfire season between June 19 and March 2020 is now sometimes referred to as Black Summer. At times it seemed the entire continent was ablaze. Braden Murren and his family live on bush property completely surrounded by trees. When the fires came through, they were in danger of losing everything. They simply made getting family out their top priority. In Isaiah 61, we find beauty for ashes. Give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. And they shall build the old, old wastes, and they shall rise up the former desolations. From another, I learned long ago that universal peace won't come until the Savior returns, but we can still find personal peace in our lives. Quentin L. Cook, personal peace can be achieved despite the anger, contention, and divisions that blight and corrupt our world today. It has never been more important to seek personal peace. Perhaps the solace to the question can be found in the words of a prophet of God who stated, quote, Life is not a one-act play. The earth was created so that we as pre-mortal spirit children of our Father and Mother in Heaven could come to the earth and obtain physical bodies. We're here to be tried and tested. We're here to choose liberty and eternal life or to choose captivity and death, unquote. Russell M. Nelson. Yes, the rains fall on the just and the unjust. Yes, we just concluded learning about each day of the Holy Week and what Jesus Christ endured so his mercy can heal. Mortality has its travesties and travails, and when bad things happen, whether it be fires, tsunamis, loss of limb, loss of life, health, faith, the only thing I do know is that comfort can be found in turning to rather than away from God. To find the answers that just aren't here for us in mortality requires the faith to look at the long game. What will the tomorrows hold when we too have left mortality? I, for one, believe the words of ancient and modern prophets who have complained, who have proclaimed that there is not any blessing that will be withheld in the post-mortal realm. 
In Joshua chapter 1, verse 19, Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither let be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. From C.S. Lewis, courage is the form of every virtue at the testing point. Even Christopher Robin understood bad things do happen to good people, and in those moments it is recognizing you are not a left, left alone in your grief. Quote, There is something you must always remember. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. But the most important thing is, even if we're apart, I'll always be with you, unquote. Christopher Robin. So why? I truly don't know why bad things happen to good people. I only know that I get to choose how I respond when bad things happen. Do I curse God or do I become helping hands? Do I find the courage to face another day or do I give up? Today is a good day to determine when the winds of adversity threaten to blow you under or over, know what you will chose before you're struck. For me, I've learned I need Christ's aid every moment of every day. Won't you join me? May God be with you, and may you feel his presence through any fog of pain and suffering that you experience. <laughs>